Welcome back to Grunts in Appalachia. This is John Creamer. I'm Brandon McGuire. Nate Kingsley. And we are on episode 36 today. Um, our social medias, if you want to check us out on Facebook, is Grunts in Appalachia. Instagram, it's Grunts underscore in underscore Appalachia. We're also on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. You name it, we got it. We're all over it. Uh, we have a special guest with us today, owner of Taps at the Heritage, Ray Fry. How we doing, Ray? I'm good, guys. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. We're actually on location too at Taps. So. Well, you know, and like we did it last week. We were we were here, and I couldn't figure out. I was like, who owns this place? <laughs> I was like, this place is sick. I love it, man. Like we we also had like a kind of a little uh, smorgasbord set up. Like it was more like it wasn't as in depth because you know the owner wasn't here i just met them but you know it was just i'm like looking around i'm like man this place is legit i've, I've been here a couple of times in passing and and whatever but uh the, the fact that we were able to get out of the cold and come in here and record which was a phenomenal episode it was it was great uh i was like where's the owner at little did i know that you were being called out the entire time and i didn't understand that <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought we would, you know, I, 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 I guess the, the gloves are off, right? I think, yeah, I think the gloves I think, are off. I think the words were, Brandon said, stand up, stand when, you up when you talk to me. <laughs> and then Ray shows up today and we're like literally the same height. But uh, I, was on, I was on my tiptoes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but I would also think that I, I'd say that he's probably in better shape than you, Brandon. We, well, we work out of the same spot, so yeah, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, the I mean, same spot. Like, we stand in the same place. And we just, really so we give weights yeah. back and forth like, to each other. Like, just <laughs> like, bumping into yeah. each other yeah, and all that kind of turn. shit. Yep. Yep. Well, it seems like he's bumping in better than you are. He's doing well. He's doing <laughs> well. Speaking, speaking of being in shape, you're a yoga instructor, correct? I am. Yeah, yeah I teach at the Marshall Rec. Nice. Yeah. So what the fuck are they doing down here? Like, they're just yelling and screaming, like, when you well, walk here, up. Here yeah. Brown Dog? Oh, no. That's probably a cycling class. Yeah, they have a Sunday cycling class. So you just scream and yell? Most of the time, yeah, whatever gets you moving. Yeah, they do a great job over there. They Those, those classes are intense. They are, like, real intense. I, it sounds I, intense when you walk by. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're screaming and yelling. It's, <laughs> we're walking by, and Nate's like, you know, I just want to see what's going on in there. <laughs> I can't see in there, but it sounds pretty wild. Yeah, I have students now, mostly, that come to my classes at the rec, and some of them don't come back. They come in there all, you know, I played soccer in high school. I'm like, yeah. okay, great. And then they leave, and I don't see them come back. <laughs> I've got some that continue to come back, which is great, but... Brandon, is that what you played in high school? Huh? Soccer or, no. or bad, badminton or something? Yeah, it's the 6A handball. Yeah, whatever whatever the tall guys play. Did yeah. you play badminton? Huh? Did I, you, of course. It's a serious sport. No, I did not. Have you seen those people in the wreck? That's an Olympic sport, How ridiculous yeah. they are in there? Yeah, I've broken up fights. I mean, they get I – mean, yeah. badminton's the jam yeah. at the wreck. Well, I mean, we're talking about sports. We do have a national champion yeah, out of Glenville, West Virginia. Yeah, Glenville State. State. Women's. Women's Division Two. Saw that. Yeah. Yeah, hey, congratulations! That? Congratulations, Glenville State. Did they have a LeBronda, or was it just an all-female? They won a I'm national sure. championship in football like 15 years ago under Rich Rod. Did you know that? Like bunch of chicks, bunch of chicks. Then was a bunch of women. Then yeah. uh, NAIA national championship. Really? Rich Rodriguez was there. Sure was. That's like <laughs> Rich Rodriguez at yeah, Glenville. That's where he was. Dude, like I mean, imagine where you come from. Like when you like that's your that's how you start your shit, and like then right. you just go. Rich Rodriguez has been all over the map. Everybody hates him. Everybody loves him. It's like yeah. it's like a weird like toss up with Rich Rodriguez, but he is obviously taller than us. Yeah, I mean, because no he one's talking shit. Yeah, 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 no, never. Not, not, not gonna, even trying. He's not taller than me. I think he's down at Jack, Jackson State now, which is... Right behind Dion? 
Is he working under Dion? Is it Dion? Jacksonville State or Jackson State? I have to Google it. But he's, he is not anywhere that you would think he would be. He's not Arizona. He's not yeah. Michigan. He's not. Good coach, yeah. but I guess, yeah. you know. He's so well, that's what I mean. It's like a rise and fall, but like Glenville, like whatever, man. It's cool. He was winning then. He, he win to get on to right. the next one, and you just keep on winning. It's it's pretty damn cool, really. I mean, so I'm excited today because normally I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm – got a couple of marines with me and then myself uh so i'm pretty excited because ray is uh you were a medic correct mm-hmm. yep so uh What's it's, up, doc? Yeah. yep so it's pretty cool to have doc with us today and i mean tell us tell me about that i mean what's what'd you do in the military and what what made you start this place oh gosh that's a that's a big span of time there uh, um, we'll just sit back <laughs> so, we'll sit back and drink your beer while yeah <laughs> so uh you know i was i was like the rest of us i was 17 in high school, didn't know what I wanted to do. Then figured out real quick what I wanted to do. Um, didn't want to go to college, wasn't going to play college football. You know, those, those dreams, you know. And uh, knew I needed to grow up and wanted to be in the medical field. And uh, a buddy of mine was going in, and um, I had a bunch of friends I was training with and hanging out with. They were in the 19th up at the okay, airport. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't like the idea of going basic AIT, jump school, back to Fort Living Room. I wasn't going to do that. Right. I wanted to get out. I, I knew I wanted to get out. And um, I didn't want to go to college. I wasn't ready to college. And so I went active duty, you know, took the ASVAB, scored pretty well on it, got to pick, you know, whatever I wanted to do and, and picked a medical specialist, which is always funny. Yeah. When you're talking to a recruiter, it's a medical specialist. You get down to Fort Sam Houston and on the gate, it says home of the combat medic. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's, that's not me. Not, no, no, no. I'm here to be a medical specialist. I knew better. So it depends on what unit you went with, right? Whether which one they called you. But you know, I enlisted during Desert Storm, the first one, not the Revenge of George, but the, the right. first one. And uh, we, I enlisted during Desert Storm, didn't know how long that was going to go, and then shipped out in August that next year. And uh, went Desert Storm was, was interesting. I think that's the first war as a child that I watched the entire thing yeah. on television. Yeah. I mean, that was it, all and it's, it's funny. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You know, there was better coverage of the war of Desert Storm yeah. than there is the war in Ukraine right now. Like I haven't, I I don't know if you followed that at all, but even with even with all the social medias that people are posting videos themselves, There's you're not seeing no. you're not seeing anything. I mean, you know, every, I everyone in, was embedded right in Desert Storm. Yeah, yeah every, I mean, every like Connie Chung, I think it was embedded with yeah. the hundred. I mean, I was <laughs> I was in third grade and I saw like they brought Marines into the school. And like my family's all my, my dad's a medic, a, a corpsman, mm-hmm. Navy. Sure, you know, like but like I me, mean, I saw it all. My uh, uncle, Marine Corps, like everybody was everybody served. But it was like I just saw this dude, and the way the world was portraying what the military was doing at that time, I knew right then I'm going to the military, and I'm going to wear that uniform. Right, and it was it was a Marine, and he was just. You know, like a local marine that that like was a Desert Storm vet, and he and he came in there and he just—I mean—he changed my life. Yeah, he changed my life because he walked into a third grade classroom and never said he was bad. He never—he was never like I'm so badass, but he was just like, hey, you know, this. Thanks for having me. Right. You know, and yeah. we're just like, oh yeah. You're so welcome, right? You know, and it was just, and I never forgot it. Yeah, and it, I was just like, man, these, these dudes are doing this now. I didn't know when I joined that I would do shit, but I didn't. I knew joining meant I could do shit, right? And it was just, uh, it was pretty crazy to to, to see something from from the Gulf War. You yeah, know? I had a really good in friend the early nineties. I had a really good friend, Marine, um, graduated year before me, so he was in Desert Storm, uh, and he had come back 
uh, and came by the high school and was talking with me. And it had a huge name. It was Todd Tucker, and Todd's a great guy. Um, and he, um, I mean, I'm still in touch with you know Todd today. And he came back and told me about his experience, and you know he had some pictures and stuff. And it just kind of it just hit me, you know. And, and I'd already enlisted, and I and I knew that's what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to serve, and and that's something else. And I was going to ask you guys about was. With the war in Kosovo going on, you know, with, when a conflict kicks off like that, something this large, every single one of you got that tickling, that little tingle, right, where sure. you want to know what you can do, yep. right? You want to go re-enlist. I mean, after 9-11, yeah. you know, uh, I, my reserve unit called, and I, actually I called them. And I was like, can I re-up? I'd only been out two years right. reserve, and I was like, what can I do? You want to go do something, whether it's something local or something, you just feel this urge to go and serve. And, I, and it's hard to explain to people. Sure. Um, they, uh, and they people are like, well, you have, you have children. Okay. But why would you want to leave your children? I'm like, you, know, you don't get it. I'm, I'm going to talk to you. But it, it's just something like this happens. And you're like, what, what can I do? And I've right. got friends that are younger than I am that have just, you know, ETS from active duty. And they're like, I, I think I'm going to go back. And know, you know, not knowing that we're going to be over there. But it's just you get this. I mean, our grandfather's had it, right? Mm-hmm. Our father's had it. And a lot of people don't understand it, and it didn't really sense of duty. You know what I mean? It is. It didn't really poke its head up until Desert Storm. Yeah, and and like I think about that all the time because John, you know, he talks about like he's. I mean, John is the driving force behind this, and he just of this podcast. And he, I mean, he's 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 always trying to better it and make it one one step better than the next guy. Because there's other people like us, and 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 it's just not like us necessarily, but like they're 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 competing with us for viewership but you know johnny always pushes and when he when he asks about a bio and he asks about things like that it's like man it's like i have to answer why i joined it that's a hard answer right but the the un, underlying fact of the, of the matter is it's the call of duty it is that's why that game's called what it is yeah. you know what it i mean is. like that's that's what these people are doing and you know, and everybody thinks that there's somebody until somebody shows up, you know, and it's just like, it's, it's, a, it's amazing what kind of journey you can have in four years where you see, uh, you, you know, I mean, you think you're the shit until you meet the shit and the shit isn't the shit until they meet the shit, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's uh, These are amazing adjectives right now. It's yeah. a pretty <laughs> crazy... <laughs> bring, a but it, bring a pin. Give a pin. Everybody... Oh, no. no, no, no. Okay. But anyway, everybody... Everybody... Everybody at this table knows what I meant by that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and I would say 95% of our listeners know what I meant by that. And right. the adjectives, so be them. And you know, speak, it's it's just it, we made we we answered the call right absolutely. And speaking of answering the call, I know you here at, at Taps have kind of a military meetup, or you used to weekly Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, Wednesday okay. Nights, yeah, Miss Aaron hosts Wednesday nights. It's also Whiskey Wednesday. We did it on purpose because you think of whiskey, think, yeah, you know, Whiskey well, Wednesday. So it's yeah, if you're a vet or a first responder, you come in. It's twenty percent off your entire tab. So that's food. Um, Shirley Temples for, for Brandon, whatever you. you're getting. Um, <laughs> are, they, are they short, Shirley's? Or? Uh, I can't do a double. Yeah, yeah. no, they're <laughs> short. Yeah, they're short because the gluten. Of, they yeah. We gotta watch well, this. I mean, but he's not tall. He's belly. He's oh, not. I'm vegan. He's too. not I'm tall. Hunched, I'm hunched over right now. I'm vegan, gluten free. Yeah, I took a couple like pictures while we were talking, and I, I just, I just, I don't see it, man. I'm not sure what was the. <laughs> trying to come up, trying to come up man. I never uh, saw look at Brandon sticking his chest out. <laughs> I never saw the army. He shredded like a Julian salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so cute. But like honestly, man, I just never really saw. I've never that seen before. Brandon happy. 
period. I think it's because he's sitting next to a, a, an, an army, army guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just over here with a just cheese and gravy. He is cheese. I, I may have my hand on his leg as well. You are cheesing, There is no doubt about the cheesing, man. There's Both of you two queers are cheesing. That's fine. We matched. Look at us. Yeah. You matched because you wore a hoodie? What are you guys doing? Gray Oh, gray hoodie. Sorry. I call it silver, but thanks. Thanks, man. I thought yeah. we talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys talk before this? Because that's course. gross. No, of course. No, we didn't. Obviously not because you called him short. It's true. It's all right. I never seen him Actually, before. He said I needed to step up. So. Oh, Ray! Ray, before before you got here, was talking about this is going to be a Jerry Springer episode. He was done with you. Run your mouth! Oh, oh yeah. my God! <laughs> Dude, yeah. he said. He said. Honestly, man, I wasn't going to say this, I but he said. He said, if you want to see him, see him in the street. Okay. Well, it turns out the results are in, and that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you asked about the bar, but when I opened the bar, obviously we named it Taps for, you know, right. Uh, what people thought was the obvious reason well it wasn't it had a military theme you know it had a dual theme so we had some veterans that used to come in on Mondays when, when that was veterans night now it's Wednesdays but you see the patches up here and people continue to bring their service patches in we keep a hot glue gun here behind the bar and we throw them up there anybody brings them in I'm, I've got one lady who was in the Air Force she, our, uh, Army Air Force she brought her whole career in she brought every patch she had oh, on wow. every uniform oh wow and we glued them all up there uh, we had a retired first sergeant brought in the 48 star flag that hangs up here that's the flag he was born under. He brought that in for us. We hung it up. So um, I saw the Tillman jersey up top. Yeah, that was mine. I I, I brought that in and put it up. That's a that's a that's a, a rough guy. spot. Yeah, it is. It's it's it's. If you don't know the Pat Tillman story, I mean the guy was making millions of dollars in the NFL. He and his brother joined the Rangers and friendly fire though. And yeah, and then the cover up of that was pretty. You know, that's that's probably that's a whole other, that's probably a whole, it's, whole it's, other episode. Yeah, it's there's, there's a pretty good documentary about it, it if anyone's interested in watching it. But uh, Pat Tillman, I think, has the best service photo I've ever seen of any person. You're talking about a square He's jaw, the yeah. biggest yeah. head. He's all the squarest neck. jaw. Yeah, and all neck. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah he's he's a big. He kind of looks like that soldier off of Toy Soldiers, the the commander. Yeah, he's all yeah. he's all he's all traps. Yeah, he's, he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but beast. what a great story. I mean, you talk about the you know the urge to serve. I mean, that guy he's like, nah, I'm not gonna play football anymore. Yeah, I, I've got to go. Yeah, it's me now. Serve. This is me now. Yeah, yep. and I'm gonna go bang. Like I'm not just gonna go like whatever. They're not gonna give me shit. I'm just gonna take it. I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna go run. And and he ran. Yeah, and uh, decided but, it should stop. So, as you look across the the bar here at Taps, you see a lot of military stuff on the wall, and then you turn to the side, and there's a lot of Star Wars stuff, right? There's Star Wars. I mean, this is a comic book shop with beer. I yeah. think is is what someone and how, it one I mean, how did you become such a huge Star Wars? Fan? I would, you know, just growing up, I was always. I mean, I played sports and everything, but I just always had an imagination, man. I just always liked science fiction. TBS, and, right? Yeah, TBS yeah. did it because yeah. it was. I swear, every weekend right. you could watch all three. All three. Every all three. weekend of my just, childhood. I mean, those were the toys you played with. Those, yep. you, you know, every, those were the best toys. Every stick you picked up outside was a lightsaber. Yep. I mean, and, and every broomstick you found was a, a lightsaber. And uh, you know, and I just love the movies. You know, I share that with my kids. I share that with you know. I, I just, it's just a. One of the things I'd enjoy. And then when I opened the bar, you know, and going back to that, I mean, you know, I, I took and, and taught yoga here at Brown Dog. And I would take yoga and come over and have a beer. This used to be Summit Beer Station. So I'd come here and get a beer. Uh, well, then they closed up and moved and got the idea of, like, why don't we open this place back up and do something a little different with it? You know, I mean, anybody can open up a craft beer bar, and there's tons of craft beer bars. There's restaurants with craft beer bars in them. And we wanted to do something different. So, it's you know, it's guts are from craft beer, but we... 
you know, we're not afraid to put a domestic in the house. Sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big oh, I don't mean to interrupt you, no. but what was, what's her name? That's Aaron. Aaron, thank you so much for bringing me another beer. It's a beautiful I, beer, I, by I the wanna, way. That's a chewy, hazy, abolitionist ale IPA, and it's terrific. Yeah, that, that's our, that, that covers uh, ales and tales. And tales. There, there, there it is. There but, like, I mean, say that again one more time. That is a, that is a hazy IPA from abolitionist ales. 7% alcohol. Fantastic. It's a little chewy. Abolition Nails is a West Virginia brewery as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yep, they're yeah. out in the Eastern it, Panhandle. It's a, it's a fantastic <laughs> beer. Yeah, we have a couple of their beers on right now. But, yeah. Aaron, thank you so much Let for bringing that to me. Let me get a taste of that. Let me get a taste of that. It's good. It's good. It's fantastic, and the service is also fantastic. So Thank you. I yeah, wanted, to give, I wanted to give Aaron a shout out. Yeah, that's really good. I think It's uh, not too, too hard on the hops. No, it's not. Well, it's that, that's a balance because it has to be hard on the hops to get to, to, to achieve the alcohol content that it has. I mean, you need that to get that ABV, but like the fact that what they've done with the haziness and like to be able to cloud that is control the overall uh, dryness. People say, you know, they don't understand, but like yeah, the bitterness. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but like you know, of of the hopping. Right process, and this is well balanced. It's very well balanced. They did a good job. Uh, It it does not like for me. It has an amazing visual look in the glass. Right, it looks so fantastic. Like I love the way that looks. It looks like. Are you reading like beer aficionado magazines? What's going on right now? This is awesome. I've brewed beer for. I I brewed (laughs) beer for two hours before you guys. No, I I brewed. I brewed beer for ten years and. Uh, uh, as a home brewer and understood and learned and yeah. was a student of the brewing side, but like the, the overall visual of that almost appears to be orange juice. It does. And, and it, and, uh, and it will, it will, it will deceive you, uh, by taste, but it is well balanced and it's a, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal beer. But like, yeah, I've, I've been into the, into the craft beer side of things, yeah. uh, vinning of the wines and things. Sure. So understood that, and and John, I guess I guess these people are supposed to be my friends, but they don't understand. Do you know what you know what else goes along great with beer, fishing, and this week we had a what West kind Virginia. Of fish was that it was, it a, was a muskie, a muskie. Yeah, the it was state, a state record, record was caught. This it was week. huge. Did you guys see a picture of that thing? It was a beast. Oh, it was huge. What was it? Uh, 55, 55 inches, fifty one pounds. Uh, it was actually up near Charleston, I believe, in the canal, wow. if I can remember correctly. Yeah, it, was, it was big. It, yeah, Those it was, are fun fit. And, it was, and the guy released it. He caught it. They Good measured it. And it was so it. I'll say this about the ecosystem that is sustaining these kind of fish. Here, that fish was about done. I would say that that fish probably had to establish itself as something that eats... It looked like a dinosaur. Once, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pro- probably teeth, eats, man. Probably we'll eats once a up. month. I mean, it wasn't even... There, the stripes were gone. It looked like a catfish with a mouthful of teeth because yeah. of how exhausted it had become. At the same time, you, you always question whether or not it started to understand that these fish are eating and I'm not. Yeah. You know, because of my bait fish being gone. So should I start to, like change i mean i think fish adapt faster you know anything in the water seems to adapt faster than shit on land yeah you know i mean i I believe that a turkey was a dinosaur not that long ago you know even a turkey but like when you look at fish when you start to lose your stripes everybody says that's age but is it age or is it an adaptation to be a better killer and feed myself when i'm 55 inches long and 
and I'm living, I'm a big fish in a small pond. I mean, when you're 55 inches and all you do is eat meat, you are always in a small pond until you get to the ocean. Have you ever been musky fishing? I have. I not. have. Yeah, I have. I've caught musky. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, it's not easy. I know they call it the fish of 10,000 casts. Well, they, they, they say that, but until you are a proficient or you fish with a proficient musky fisherman, and then it becomes a fish that you target, not like you don't go out. It's, it's so not, you're specifically fishing yeah, for muskie. You're not yeah, going to accidentally yeah. catch yeah, a muskie. Yeah. Um, Alum Creek Lake up in Columbus. I used to live in Columbus, and they would be out on boats, and you'd see these guys with these rods doing, doing figure eights, eights, and the muskie <clears throat> would just chase them. And uh, and that's where I learned to fish for muskie. And and they're a delicate fish. Like people, a lot of them they would kill them and not mean to. They'd go to release them and then they would die because they would just lift them up out of the water like a bass or something. And you're supposed to pick them up for a photo and then place them back in the water. They're very delicate. Their and mouth is attached to their tail. They'll die. I mean, yeah. you know, they're a very delicate fish, but they're a beautiful fish. And they're, I mean, they take care of snakes in the lake. They eat snakes. They, they'll, but they'll eat bass too. So it's got a, it's a fine balance of what you're going to put in the lake because if you have to be musky, you're, you know, they're going to be bass. In well, the I mean, like they start and, eating and, each other then. Well, musky, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. But yeah. like musky fish, fish, it's like it's like a pike in a in a northern lake. But they like they they just don't they don't understand. I mean, that's all they do is eat. They eat and they they breed and they try to sustain. And they are they're a pretty serious animal. But yeah. like, and, and as far as fish go. I mean, everybody says that, but it's just like people just go out maybe like hoping to catch a muskie. If you go muskie fishing, you can catch a muskie and you can understand and experience. Has anyone eaten a muskie? I've never eaten a muskie. I've never had. I don't know. I, are I they mean, just a sport fish or are they? I, I, mean, I don't know. That they're are they like a I, denote, I denote them as a sporting fish and, you know, I, I, I let them all go. Yeah. You know, because it just doesn't have the. The ring too. I mean, I, I've seen people try to eat pike and try. To, I mean, these are all these are meeting fish that I. I mean, if you eat meat, I see you as a sporting fish. Minus like you know your trouts and, and salmon and stuff. I know they eat meat, but Feed as far boy. as if you're if you if you got teeth in your mouth, I don't eat you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let, I'll let I, you I have that one. Do. I'll let you take that one. I, I, I eat beef. I eat. <laughs> I eat everything that has teeth in their mouth. Uh, meat tearing teeth is what I meant to say. Oh, okay, got you, got you. So yeah, you yeah, got we ate, we ate bear. We ate bear. The we other, like, I, I don't can eat bear. <laughs> I really did try to bring bacon today. You're, you're, I know you're mad at me about that, but we ran out of bacon yesterday. We candied bacon yesterday for a bourbon tasting. Oh yeah. I tried to save some for today, and it just. Uh, is it, you can never save bacon. You can't save bacon. No, you, yeah, you there's can't. two things in this no. world that are really awesome, and it's bacon and. People came else. to the bar last night for the music, and they're like, "Smell bacon." I'm like, yeah, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron uh, and I, speaking, Aaron speaking and I of food, bacon off. Speaking of food here, Ray, uh, when did you guys incorporate food into your menu, and what do you what do you have? Oh my gosh! So you know, during COVID, uh, this was a cafe uh, or a bakery, and they closed during COVID. So we took the opportunity to contact the park board, and Mark Buth and I took that wall out because this bar used to be that big where that post is. So we took the wall out, added the kitchen. We added paninis. We added uh, buffalo chicken dip. We added wings. Buffalo chicken dip's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. We had yeah, it last week, really too. Good. We also had it We last had the pretzel really bites last week, too. The pretzel bites are awesome. The pretzel yep. bombs. Uh, you know, we um, we also have uh, our Star Wars panini, the Wookiee. It's actually that um, it's actually that dip on a panini with, like, pepper jack. And oh Josh God. created that. And it's yeah. if you ever get a chance to have that, it's a really good panini. The other three paninis are named after my children. And they're all they're all really good. So you know we just kind of keep it simple. Are, are know, the paninis good or your children are good? 
The paninis <laughs> are good. My, we won't talk about my children. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, while you're talking about kids and just to hit on that Star Wars a little bit, you know, I, I took my kids to every opening of yeah. every Star Wars that they were alive for. And, you know, Liam probably remembers. But anything that came out, we went. And I think it's cool because that was... You know, when we were kids, like you said, those were the coolest toys. Yeah. I'd never had the Millennium Falcon, but I, a kid up the road did, so we always played at his sure. house. And then another kid across the street had the the uh, aircraft carrier, the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Yeah, my and cousin that, had that. And you gotta you yeah. have to hang out at his house. Yep. But uh, it, it was it's huge in our life because I think it was... It was a time like the '80s were just a time. The '80s where, were awesome. Yeah, this and, is why I love the Inner Geek. Yeah, giving them a plug, but going down there and just looking at all those toys, right, and just reminiscing about and it's playing with oh, yeah, toys. Give a better plug than that. I don't know who that is or what you're talking. It's a story. It's a it's a the Inner Geek's a, a shop down here at um, Pullman, and they've got comic books and and they're a bookstore. It's a bookstore, book yeah. Yeah, but they've got all these old toys and bobbleheads and anything from He-Man to Trans... I mean, stuff. Yeah. I think they have, oh, I think they have a full-size Velociraptor in yeah. there, too. They do, but they have that. They have that USS Flag was the... Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, they have one down there. For sale or just... For sale. It's a couple you know, thousand dollars or something. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you know, if I had God. your money, I'd burn mine. You could go buy it. Uh, I'm surprised that Marty doesn't go buy that. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I would have yeah. thought with your height, though... I'm not well. I can't well, reach can the tower. The aircraft I yeah, yeah, I actually ride in the aircraft carrier. Yeah, he rides yeah. in it. It catapults me off the front. Of it. <laughs> but I love going down there and look at the toys, man. It's, it's, no, really, it's, it's great. And it's and we've tried to do that here. And, and most of the stuff you see up here above your head, like people bring this stuff in. I mean, we put a couple things up, but people just start bringing these knickknacks in, these toys and Marvel stuff, and it's just been a lot of fun having people bring that stuff in. But yeah, um, and you mentioned Star Wars earlier, and I just find that nine times out of ten, if you if you have nothing in common with someone, you bring up Star Wars. And you'll find some kind right. of and, and, and what I've learned is about. what I've learned is is there's people who, people love Star Wars or people hate the fact of Star Wars. Right. I've never seen any. I'll never watch any. Yeah, and, I love and, those people. Yeah, and it's like okay, so yeah. like, fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I sat down. I mean, like I said, TBS always has Star Wars on. That's right. Always. I mean, every weekend of my life, and there's not a day where I'm not. You know, I wake up and I'm under the weather or whatever, and I lay on the couch and I flip through the channels. There's Star Wars. I stop. Right. You know, I've seen Empire Strikes Back was on last night. I think I've seen it 300 times, and I stop and still and watch, watch it. it. You know, and it's and that's my favorite one. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ray, you were uh, you were just talking about all the stuff you have in here, and, mm -hmm. and I'm looking at something sitting on the table right now. Uh, some T-shirts with Brewgrass. Oh on, yeah. Uh, yeah, we do have a, a little beer festival coming up. I brought you guys some T-shirts. Nice. Um, and that's here, right? It right is. Here? It's here at Historical Heritage Station. Nice. Um, no, I thought that hoodie looks better. but You know what? I'm getting ready to order some hoodies. I'll take care of you guys. We're getting ready to order some appreciate, hoodies. Appreciate that. We're getting ready to order some hoodies. <laughs> Just get some used so, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. un I'm yeah. ungrateful. Are you a schmedium? I'm you ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, probably wear that. I, 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 I probably short, look the so same to, in that as you do. Mine, her mine's a dress, so it's. I'll, I'll, I'll look short. the same in that as you do. Well, uh, the brewgrass, brew though. How many? Yeah. How many? It's bands and yeah. Beer so this is our fourth. Oh my gosh! It should have been five, but COVID. COVID. F that up everybody. Yeah. So we're back again this year with brewgrass. So we've extended another hour. So it's it's actually one to six this year. We've added another band, and you know, it, it's a great festival. It's it's nice and quaint. It's right here at Heritage Station. You get five to seven hundred people. Um, so it's not asshole to elbow. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's pretty spread out. We closed the whole street down. We get about 50 different types of brews in. We added ciders last year. Um, so with the ciders, I have to get a different ABC license to get a wine license um, for the festival. So this year we're adding a wine tent. So awesome. something with the bar here that I mentioned earlier, you know, our, our kind of theme here, our mission statement, we have something for everyone. I didn't want to be 
that type of bar, this type of bar. We're not a college bar. We're not a, I, I challenge you to find another bar like this. I didn't want to be like anyone else. I didn't want to be a cookie cutter, corporate feeling sure. operation. I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to just have my own thing. And that's the kind of thing with our festival. We wanted to have something for everyone. So, you know, if, if oh, I don't want to go, they don't, I don't like craft beer. Okay, well, they've got wine. They've got cider. They've got great music. So it's a music festival with craft beer, but we tried to add a few things this year. And how much are the tickets? Where can you get them at? You can get the tickets online at eventbrite.com. They're 50 bucks. Um, and if you think about that, that's four bands. You pay 50 bucks for a concert ticket. Yeah. Right? So it's four bands. It's unlimited access to alcohol, you know, and an Uber ride home. And what, what's the date on this? May 28th, May 28th. Memorial Day. I'll always, be here. We're doing I'll, always I'll, Memorial I'll Day. I'll probably be here. And the cool thing is, is, is you know, and again, you know, we, we mix up our music. We, we went full bluegrass the first year. Then we added some Americana. Last year we had Ona. You know, yeah. so this year we have a bluegrass we have a bluegrass band. We have a few other bands that are just a little different, more on the rock side. So we're trying to mix it up a little bit. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We always have a good time. Uh, Moses Auto Mall is our main sponsor this year. So those guys are great. They reached out and said, "Hey, we want to be the main sponsor at your festival." Like, super, you got nice. it. They'll bring some cars down. We can do some donuts around yeah. the parking lot. The, Tell yeah. Jason to bring some good cars. Jason will bring some sporty cars. We'll, yeah. we'll drive them around the parking lot. Um, it's Shout be out, fun. Jason. We want some hot rods. Yeah, Jason, bring some hot rods. <laughs> But the cool thing about Brewgrass is, um, a good segue if you don't mind, is so portions of the of the proceeds from Brewgrass always have gone to the Barbersville Veterans Home. Oh, that's and awesome. I don't know if you guys know anything about the bar. I didn't know anything about the Barbersville Veterans Home. I know where it's I, at, I but I don't I, know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I know I, where it's at also. Yeah, I went out there and I, I'll tell you, it's, I mean, not to stop you there, nope. but I, I went out there and I served Thanksgiving one year. Yeah. Just yeah. to, you know, hey, I'm a vet. I'm going to serve. And those guys, like, weren't about it. <laughs> they're just like, dude, just, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't care if you're out here doing some outreach. And like, even the workers were like, bro, like you're in the way. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I, I, I brought my kids down there. Like, I was like, hey, this is what we're doing for Thanksgiving. We're going to yeah. go down here and serve food at the veterans home. I, I'm sure they, they appreciated it, but they also were just like, dude, just, just don't talk to me. They're yeah. like, yeah, we're they're, vets they're, too, man. Give yeah. me the food. Most of those yeah. guys up there, but they are there. And, and that speaks to another, I mean, why they need to be there. There's, they're they're kind of closed off. So I don't know if that's a PTSD. I don't know. You never know what's going on. Yeah, with for cats. sure. But, and it, and it's also I, I had the same experience. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, and once I finally broke through and started talking to the guys, you know, one dude I had a hat on, you know, and he's like, "Hey, take your hat off in the chow hall." And I'm like, "Roger that, hey, Roger that, man." It's like, I don't, I don't know what you've been through, but I'll yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I, it's it's neat because they have a um, Mike's the guy I work with up there, and they're and, I, and it's their recreational department is they have to self fund. So pool tables, models. Yeah. Mike, Mike, uh, what's Mike's last name? I know Mike. It slips my mind. I thought he was on our podcast. Isn't that, isn't that the same Mike? It Mike Perry? Have, Mike Perry. Is I, it Mike no, Perry? It's not, no, it's not Mike Perry. Because no. I know he's, I thought he did He, he does a lot with the Veterans okay. Home, yeah. but he doesn't, he doesn't work But if there. they do any field trips, if they, if they do, if they put weight equipment in there, if they do whatever, pinball machines, whatever for those guys, it has to be self-funded, but they're not allowed to go out and ask for it. So I'm like, how, how does that work? Hell does yeah. that work? So he and I had talked, and I said, look, you know, we'll do our best every year to throw a couple grand at you, and, and it's they are very appreciative of it. It goes, they spend the money very well. But I thought that was a place when you're old and a veteran, you go and retire, and right, and that's not it, it's it, not it, the case. It's at not. All. It yeah. is. So if you ETS from active duty and you come back home and you don't have that family support, like some people don't, you don't have a place to live. You need help with your resume. You need to transition finding a job. You can be 19. And go up there and sh- and they'll put you up. It's a nice facility. It is. It's hall. very nice. Yeah. Um, it's top notch, but it is not a retirement home for veterans. It is a. It, it's kind of a. I don't want to use halfway house. I was just about Rose to say. And, yeah. But, but it's not. But it's. If. But if, if you're having issues, 
There, there's I some, think that's a good word for it because people understand what that means. Yeah, yeah, so, it's a transitioning spot, yeah. right? It, yeah, it, it's almost you know we've talked about it on the podcast too about how oh we were in prison we were in the military you know you know they have a halfway house when you get out of prison to yep. help you transition to the civilian world. Right. It's basically the same thing. You're getting out of the military and you don't know how to handle civilian life sure which I mean, and no one at this table does you know we're all awkward and weird in our own way because right. because of what we've been through but you know it's, it's a great place and those dudes i mean that facility like you said is is very nice it's in barbersville mm-hmm. so you're in betterville already yeah you know you the facilities be- like it's, you said it's, it's, very, it's immaculate it's, yeah, they it's, gave us a tour of the place yeah. and the library and I, just everything there is, is is tremendous and and you know i there's been some things and i've kind of struggled this, this might sound odd but i've really struggled with i wanted to get behind a chair like what like veteran suicide, suicide in general has really touched my life in many ways. And you try to reach out and find a charity to get behind, whether we do like, we talked about doing a, like a, like one tap is a charity tap. So every poor, we peel a dollar off every poor and send it to charity. I'm trying to do stuff like that, but getting a chair, finding that's a charity, shit, dude. that's the shit. I mean, but, I mean, but, that's but, awesome. but finding a charity that's legit and it's hard. It's so, very so, hard. So I, I guess I just reached out on your podcast, but we're trying. I would love to work yeah, with so a suicide charity. Yeah, so everybody needs to can listen you know, to this shit um, and, and give and to raise money. And I mean, charities out there holler at, to, at you, know, holler at suicide you. and and whatever. But I mean, but there's there's people that listen to this that are capable of making those yeah. be realistic. And I feel like if you if you're listening to this and and you just heard what he said, like how amazing, almost it's like unsounding, but like. It's like I can't find a charity worth donating to. That's what's and that's sad. Very, and, and that's and, sad. And that, that sounds abrasive, but you've said that. Very, that it, that's how it feels. That's it's very sad. true. It's, it's very feels. true because, because I'll go online and look, man, and I'm like, who to contact? Who to? And I'm sure I'm going to get blown up, which is great. But I, you know, we would love. But but also do my due diligence, right? I want to know where the money goes. I want to know what. Of you do. course, yeah. And, and, and it's hard. All, it it's is, hard it's dealing with a five hundred one c three, and hard. and they have a bunch of employees making eighty grand a year. Right. What well, you're funding their salary. Right. So how much of that's really most going your, to the people you're trying to help? Most of your small right. charities, though, they they don't take salaries in the small ones. Yeah, but like, so if I mean, you find a good but, small charity yeah. that that's like, able to do it, and they're a five hundred one c, you're getting the write off. They're and they'll tell you. I mean, if they're a legitimate five hundred one c three, you see where every penny goes. You sure. can look into it. Right, yeah. and, and I'll, I mean, I'll fire some shots right now. You know, I had uh, one of my guys who got <laughs> blown up really bad, uh, brain injury, was at Fort Sam forever, and then uh, <laughs> he actually he went from all the pills to medical cannabis and got a college degree and. The pills were making him weird, but anywho, the Wounded Warrior Project, Yeah, all he does is talk shit about it. Right. Like, oh my God, they didn't do anything. Those funds are bullshit. (laughs) It's all clothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Dude, I... And they had some issues. It's a company. Listen, when... I thought they course corrected it, but I don't... About about 2010, I I had a hunting uh, and outfitting business, and I was approached... I'm talking about like maybe 60 to 70 times a day and when i say like approach i mean like phone calls text messages you know and and this is in 2010 so i'm wearing i I got like a motorola razor you know i mean like you're fly back you're but you but you're sending me emails you're sending me text messages and stuff like that they all wanted to come hunt with me because that's what when they asked these veterans, what, what, like, where are you at? What would make your life better? They'd be like, I'd love to go on a dream hunt. 
Yeah. That's what they'd say. Yeah. They all wanted to go hunting because we're all the same in that. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure. they, they've been, they've, they've done unspeakable things for the government, unspeakable things for the country, and they are trying to size themselves up again. And so, but the, like, the Wounded Warriors uh, specifically was so relentless. So, we, I did, I did countless i mean i did hunts on hunts on hunts on hunts with with them what i saw when i would try to advertise that they wouldn't allow me when i would try to use that to my advantage which i mean having a business i had a hunting business that's what i did i mean i i i took those in there not because i wanted something from that but i wanted to at least gain the fact that everybody knew that i took these wounded warriors in right i mean it wasn't it wasn't selfish it was not uh malicious at by sure. any means but like they they waged war on me they did right. not want me to advertise myself they didn't want me to they didn't want to know that i was the place where they were because they didn't want some other veteran to to spend money with me because they wanted to just have a couple you know veterans here and there that came in there and it, like they they tried to own me, and Wounded Warrior was the most negative experience yeah. I've ever seen in my life. And I'm saying specifically, Wounded Warrior Project, Wounded Warrior, Wounded Warrior Project. It was, and is, in my opinion, a shit show. Yeah, and that's why I say it's better to find a small charity. It is that you could, that's local that you're wanting the money to stay local, right. and you're wanting to see the veterans in your area be helped. I'd find somebody local. Well, I, I, and, I think, and, and the thing is, is what's funny is, it, is the best charities that I've worked with. Because we, you know, we used to do charity events here and stuff. And maybe we should get back to that. I don't know. That's uh, anyone that wants to promote their charity here and do a charity night. I'm down for that. We but did. I did that here we once. Did. And, and I was going to say the, the best ones that I've done are animal ad- advocacies. Uh, the equestrian one we did with you guys, um, one by one. Those guys are great. They promote it. People come in and donate money, and they get something out of it. And I would love to find that, but I want it to mean something to me. So I want it to be veteran-based. I want it to be something that's... And, you know. I, I, and I think, you know, the Barbersville Veterans Home, uh, you can absolutely see where your money goes. Yeah. You know, if you yep. if you go up there, that is, a like you said, a very nice, clean facility. But no matter what your money goes to, you can go there the next time and see something sure added can. to it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's where that money went to, you know? Yep. And it's, it's, it's nice to see that with these bigger these bigger 501c3s yeah. you, you don't see it you know and the cool thing too last year at brewgrass um he brought like 11 guys down from the home yeah and they came out here and volunteered at the festival that's awesome it was awesome they were there you know some of them were poor and some of them were just and they were just ecstatic to be here and and they were great to meet and they were you know they had their their vests on and yeah. they had their it was great i mean you know we we really enjoyed having them we're gonna get them back this year but i'm uh, excited maybe we should just do a podcast there this year at brewgrass yeah I'm more than welcome yeah we'll do, do our podcast there and we'll just we'll just grab random people you know which not reminds ray. me uh, yeah don't grab we'll me we'll have to get a, a you bo- can grab me <laughs> we'll not like a, you're doing now you can a, grab me i have to get a boost receiver ray but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why you're holding him in the middle I thought we had made some i thought we'd move past this <laughs> but you, you fired some shots earlier i know but i was, you know nate keeps bringing it up i was just bringing it up i was getting talking about giving you guys tickets to brewgrass now i'm i'm we'll give them to him come yeah for sure so well we want to get we want to slide you guys some tickets to brewgrass too um whatever we get whatever way you want to do it to to promote because i love the podcast Oh yeah, we'll promote um, it. Last oh. week was great. I, I really liked Gator. Gator was awesome last week. That was a lot of fun. 
Um, and there were some things that I took notes on that I was going to bring up today that, that just kind of sparked. How'd you do, me. man? Did you do good on the notes? I did. I, I, I wrote every single. I, the spelling is pretty bad. Though. I had my kids check the spelling. But you were talking about being in Germany and the techno music. Yes. You know, and then yeah. every 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 wine festival or beer festival you went to when they started playing Southern Rock, Sweet Home Alabama, whatever, the place went nuts. Yes. You know, you always found that. That's like pour some sugar on me. It doesn't matter what bar you're at. No matter what the age is, someone's getting on That's also my stripper song. So. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get you some tickets. But I'd like you to to create something to where people share your podcast. They get uh, maybe do a raffle or something for some tickets to Brewfest. Sure, we'll get you guys taken care Absolutely. of. Absolutely, um, that'll be fun. But yeah, I was, you mentioned the techno music, and I'm like, if you went off base and went to a club, yes. I mean, discotheque. When is it, everything you, was when you got back to the barracks, you were walking down the barracks, going like, you know, with your head. <laughs> it was like a Saturday Night Live, you know, with the night while you're, sleep, yeah, while you're right, sleeping, was, your head's just exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, the rhythm got you definitely that night, but it was just horrible, horrible techno. And the music. bad thing about those techno places, you. you Obviously, everyone there's on drugs, and you're not because you're in the military you're right, drinking. Right, right, and you don't realize how drunk you are because that bass is going through you. And as soon as you walk outside, whoa! I cannot say that like, I was not on the drugs. The cab ride home is like pulsing. You know, you're like <laughs> that was the hardest part. About I was Alaska. probably on drugs. I was probably on drugs. The hardest part about Alaska in the summertime is you go, you'd be in a dark club, <laughs> and then you'd open the door at three in the morning or two in the morning. And it's noon yeah you know and you're like god and but it, it definitely did some quality control on who you went home with because no i like i like that usually, everybody yeah. i like everybody at this table it's like you know because like oh, it's a recording so like we're not going to say that we were on drugs but i'm going to say that i was on drugs all those times <laughs> and i did all those drugs. i'm going to say nate was not on drugs all those times because nate was stuck on ship not allowed to go out in town <laughs> that's not true I went well you got on a couple times I went out in town. We went out once, and then we were on restriction. No, we, we went out once. We opened I mean, up just, something here. You weren't yeah. there all the time, and like <laughs> yeah. I, I, went out, I, I went out. I went out. I went out, and I I did the drugs. So that's good. <laughs> These guys won't say it. it sounds it sounds like they did you. Yeah, maybe. So maybe we need to like do a charity for you. That'd be great. That'd be great. If you guys could raise some money. If we could go fund me for Brandon McGuire, I would be in on that. Is there an intervention somewhere going to happen here? I mean, I don't think an intervention is necessary, but the money would be great. Uh, I I can't help but look at the TV in the background. And as everyone knows, it's March Madness right Mm now. Uh, It's been a a great tournament. Uh, St. Peter's is huge. That's the biggest. It's the highest seed to ever, or I guess that would be the lowest seed to ever make it to the lead eight and they're playing today and also you know that team from kansas which is pretty cool i don't know who are they, I, who are they playing today uh kansas yeah miami's kansas gonna walk today? the dog uh, on miami now so uh so yeah i don't know one of the pe- people from this table uh, two of them because liam's here are from kansas so i lived in kansas for yeah, 10 so years so everyone should be going for kansas that's that's the national of course favorite. I'm cheering for Kansas. Yeah, everyone's that. cheering for Kansas. No one likes Miami. You know what I mean? No, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just Florida talking about Miami. No, don't get me started on the Miami stuff. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I haven't liked Miami since Catholics versus convicts. You that's know? right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's what I, and it's funny, I was telling uh, you know, my nephew Jacob that you know, big Cowboys fan. Yeah. And I was always a huge cat, and his dad was too. I think he still is. I, but once Jimmy Johnson came in and that whole the you mentality yeah. came in, I, I found it so hard to be a Cowboys fan. And then yeah, but like, you cannot hate the fact that Jimmy Johnson was the best personnel handler, not a coach, the best personnel handler that's ever existed. He took a bunch of idiots 
that, well, he, well, that, he used Herschel Walker. He traded yeah, Herschel Walker yeah, away but, and got but, all his but, cats but, and all his draft picks. But, but that's what I mean. But, yeah. like, he, he, I mean, nobody can steer better than Jimmy Johnson. Oh, I give, no, he's a Hall of Fame coach. No, yep. the, yeah, the, yeah. The, you can't, you can't hate yeah. on Jimmy Johnson. I think it was and, Michael Irvin that just ruined it for me. Oh, yeah. But, like, but here's the thing. But, like, <laughs> but, it just, <laughs> but, it, but it's yeah. it's the fact the nostrils, that he, you know, he doesn't – Yeah, and like, he snorts Coke nonstop. But he's like, I couldn't imagine sharing Coke with Michael Irvin. I couldn't imagine. It's like there goes all your coke. I just can't imagine look at that dude nostril. Saturday night just hitting it up and then going out and scoring touchdowns on Sunday. Like, yeah. he's a beast. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's 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 a winner. Yep. But like, yeah. Jimmy Johnson had to steer Miami in yeah. a direction, and then they're like, "Man, this guy can steer anybody into anything." Let's go to the Cowboys, and then they did pretty good themselves. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They haven't done good since then. Yeah, but I I want to give one shout out to you know. Go KU, obviously, but my grandma's 96, and she's the biggest KU fan on the planet. And uh, every game, you know, when we're in town, we, we go. Oh, in we're ta- winning for Graham yeah, this we, year. Oh, we, yeah. go in town, we go in town, and we watch KU with Graham. We watch Chiefs with Graham. But uh, me and Liam and JP always laugh because she always hits the table. Damn it. Like, every, <laughs> every time, like, that's all she does is yell. She texts me today. Like, I hope they do better today, those damn free throws. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, I just, I love you, Graham. I hope they win for you. Ray, before, yeah, we, you too, before we sign off, Ray, uh, why don't you go ahead and drop your social medias for Taps? And- oh, yeah. So, uh, we have a Facebook page, Taps at Heritage. Um, and then tapsatheritage.com is our website. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You know, you can find us on Untap. You can find us on Digital Pour. We have our Digital Pour menu. It lets you know what's on tap when we change yeah, Which I mentioned last week, yeah. and I think it's amazing. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then you guys obviously butchering up the Rubeus last week. I needed to course correct on that. So it's a fruit beer. It's a nitro beer. So the, the effect of the bubbles and stuff. You did a great job, though. You, you were hitting it. He was the one talking what about it. It was the cascading effect of the nitro. So I was impressed that you were, you know, but it's a fruit beer. You did really well. It's not a sour. You, you course corrected. And it says job. fruit drinking the beer, so. I didn't Perfect. say that. But here we were hitting that. That was you last week talking about the Rubeus. Did a good job. You knew what you were talking about. I, uh, I I want to also, you know, you said you and Mark tore down this wall. Hey, yeah. shout out to Mark, man. That dude's, you know, uh, Ray teaches yoga at the rec. Mark's a fitness trainer at the Mark's rec. Mark's my trainer. Yeah. And, and Mark's yeah. your trainer. And yeah. then he also, he, he bartends here, what, a couple days a week? Yeah, he does 30, Thursdays and Saturday nights here. Mark's yeah. here. So, yeah, he's yep. great. But no, he, yeah, he and yeah, I actually He should did start whole, working out because he's in terrible shape. Yeah, he's getting tubby. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, hey Mark. his ass all the time. Hey, about Mark, it. seriously, can you see your feet? Yeah. Like, yeah, work out a little bit. Yeah, seriously. Well, guys, make sure you get online, check out uh, Taps, check out uh, Brewgrass, the festival that's coming up in May. Uh, we'll be talking about that probably pretty frequently on, on we'll the be podcast. There. Before we get off here, I want to shout out one thing to the listeners. Uh, I want to. I think we should start doing this, uh, the, the monthly box. Right, so has everyone seen those like gear boxes, like subscription boxes? Yeah, you get a subscription box or whatever. I, I, I think uh, you know Nate brought this up. We're gonna give Nate all the credit, but uh, you know, listeners, give us some ideas, and we'll we'll subscribe to one of those monthly boxes, gear boxes, and we'll talk about the gear we get and if it's worth the shit or not. But I, I think it should go off of what well, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to do that for to save other people money 
if this is a shit show yeah if, this like hey this sucks. thing sucks like hey we started this subscription and it sucks or hey we started this subscription and it's well, I mean, amazing our grunts gear and apple our grunts and grunts gear and yeah. stuff like that is, is it's getting thin the shit we've talked about you better own yeah the, the other stuff like you know it's, it's always what, could be a fluke I, but i see those commercials for the oh i got my monthly box and it's everything's awesome yeah. is it really awesome guy yeah, well, like, are you a paid we'll actor we'll are you a paid actor <laughs> like because we're not paid by nothing also if you're a gearbox company or whatever and you want to shoot us some free stuff we'll definitely take it and we'll uh, definitely talk about it and uh, i'll give you my venmo too if you want to throw yeah. some money my way ray thanks a lot man you yeah, were an thanks awesome for guest me. thanks for uh, having it's me pleasure, man. It's awesome. come back thanks. Anytime. thanks for having been great us. we're gonna get some pictures with these brewgrass t-shirts on here in a minute so yeah. we start promoting we're, that we're gonna hang out well. in uh, uh root for kansas right everyone's going for kansas today i'm gonna yeah. go get a step stool so i can throw darts with your son thank you i appreciate it you're welcome Sure. Grunts, Grunts and Appalachia out.